This time I'm going to call forward, speaking of people having different gifts and being many and not just a few ministers, I'm going to call forward two of my friends, uh, one of our elders, uh, Tim Koch, and, and my friend and also our worship leader this morning, Paula Gordon, if you guys could come forward. This is our little area for our panel discussion. Isn't this nice? So what we want to do <clears throat> is I've taken some of your questions, some I was able to write down, I had time to. We're going to take some of these questions and as best as possible, uh, try to address them, all right? So we hope this is, is very valuable for you. Uh, we had a number of good, good questions. I thought maybe a good one to start out with was someone asked the question of, I'm going to rephrase it a little bit, is there a danger to use our spiritual gifts for selfish purposes? And maybe you can talk a little bit about that. Thank you guys again for being here. Oh, okay, I'll go first then. Um, Yes, there is a danger, um, and it's specifically addressed quite carefully in in Scripture, in particular 1 Corinthians 13, which most people think is something you read out at weddings. (laughs) It's actually um, a commentary on on how you should be using spiritual gifts. And for those of you who know, 1 Corinthians 13 is about love and the importance of love. And... um, Paul is really saying to, in the context of, um, with Corinthians, where they were using lots of gifts and there was the potential for these gifts to be elevated further than they should be or for people to be promoting themselves through them, that actually it's more important to be using these gifts in love. And actually he would say that love is better than having these gifts because love is a permanent thing. So yes, we should be looking to use these gifts in, in, in love, with love as our, our motivation um, and as our purpose not to build ourselves up, as Ryan said earlier, that the purpose is not for us. It's to, uh, to edify the church, to be used in ministry. Um, it's, it's not for our, our greatness. Ultimately, it's for God's greatness. Anything you want to add, Paula? I concur. Um, <laughs> Great. No, yeah, I mean, I think it's, you see that a lot in the church today, people using their giftings um, for themselves to make a platform, but... I think uh, that was perfect, like loving someone. Um, I think God is giving us gifts to love on his church and to help it grow and to nourish it and to build each other up. And so mm-hmm. that's the purpose, basically. Awesome. And just to summarize that, if you even look at the, the kind of words used in our scripture passage this morning, these gifts are equip the saints, building up, uh, attain unity, um, <clears throat> speaking truth and love. These are all the kinds of... Uh, Builds itself up in love, as mentioned twice, actually, in this passage. So love, building, unity, equipping one another, uh, growing together. And we'll talk about that specifically more next week. Um, awesome. Um, here, here's an interesting one. Are gifts uh, permanent or temporary? Are gifts more permanent or temporary? Like, when you get a gift, is that gift forever? Is it, you know, you're putting the ring on that gift kind of thing? Or are there, are there, are there temporary Yes. Any either one of yours? Well, well it, I can't think of the specific verse, but I believe it's in Romans. It says that God does not revoke the gifts mm-hmm. and the callings that He's given, right? So, it it is a bit of a tricky question, I guess, because once He's called you and He's given you a gift, it's He's given it to you. He's not going to take it back, but. Um, 
like what about people that fall off the wagon, if you will? Like they are gifted and they they have it, but I don't, you know, like it's it's dangerous there because they can. I've seen people be able to perform, if you will, but there's not that. Holy Spirit anointing in it. You know what I mean? Like you can still function, but it's not blessing the church. It's not necessarily helping, you know? Yeah. I would just add to that that I do think some gifts are for seasons. Uh, I think God occasionally gives, uh, there's a situation maybe in your life or a hardship sometimes that comes about in those seasons or difficulties. Um, For example, I've seen People actually get the gift of giving during financial hardship. And God just blesses them when they recognize how poor they've always been without Jesus. And God gives them a gift of giving to give out of, out of their poverty, which is a pretty amazing thing sometimes. Uh, I believe God actually gave me one time the gift of, uh, of tongues for a season. I, don't, I actually don't think it was a, a permanent gift. Could be wrong. Sometimes Katie disagrees with me on that. But, uh, but it was a gift both to, to humble me and to bless some people in the church experience. Yeah, I think um, I'd add to that that what Ryan was saying earlier, these are not things that we achieve by ourselves. They're gifts given by God. And so it's in, in his sovereignty that he gives these and, and lets us use them. So always remember that. It's nothing sort of, as it were, that you've achieved by yourself. And I think also there, it's a lot of occasion where people are not using their gifts. Um, there's a difference there. That's a different point. Um, mm-hmm. People have been given the gift and they don't use it. And that's one of the things that we as, as elders and leaders in this church want people to do is use your gifts. They're given for a reason. And we're much you know, weaker without that. And, and God wants you to use those gifts. That's why he's given them to you. Awesome. Yeah, and th- there is a warning when we don't use gifts. This is from, from Jesus himself. He was telling the parable of the talents. For everyone who has, more will be given. And he will have an abundance. But from the one who has not, even what he has will be taken away. So, you know, use your gifts. (laughs) Be encouraged to do that. Uh, That's a little warning for Jesus there. Um, Some other questions. Um, So, um, so this is a good question because I think a lot of us look at more mature Christians or people who are walking with Jesus longer and we, we assume that, oh, they must have more gifts um, are gifts related to spiritual maturity or experience? Thoughts on that? Uh, no, not necessarily. Um, as we've said before, these are things given, given by God, and so it's completely with him as to what he gives to people and, and when he gives them. So that's the short answer. Good, good short answer. Yeah, yeah I don't think it, it, it has to do with your maturity, um, but maybe God makes way for you to be used, use them more as you continue to grow. If that makes sense? Mm-hmm. Absolutely. I think actually one thing to add I would say is if, if you are a mature Christian, you, know, you, you probably have that passage in mind about uh, you know, earnestly desiring certain gifts. And I'd be questioning why you aren't desiring those gifts and asking God for them. He may not give them to you, but that shouldn't stop you from asking for them. That's a great point. So you can, you, gifts are given, and it's God's choice ultimately, but you can pray and ask God for gifts. We see this all the time. The Apostle Paul frequently talks about laying hands and earnestly desires uh, different gifts, but also imparting a spiritual gift when he would visit churches. And so um, that's something we can pray for and ask for. Um, so I know, like, for years, uh, Katie uh, prayed for the spiritual gift of healing, and she felt like God has given it to her. 
And, uh, but that's not something sort of that just happened. She sought it out, and then God in his goodness seemed to give it. So um, good questions here. Okay, so here are some more fun questions here. Um, are there apostles today, and are there prophets today? Those were questions asked by a few multiple people in here. I want to know if they're an apostle or a prophet. Um, well. <laughs> what do you guys think? I think that apostles, like the apostles of the New Testament, no. But there's the gift of the, like, the gift that empowers people to, for example, plant churches or go out and take the word into other countries or be a missionary or things like that. Um, but not, I don't know that necessarily somebody should be called an apostle right now, like in this time. That's my personal way to look at it because it seems like Jesus picked out these men specifically for a purpose and a time. But the gifting is there because it is listed in the list, but I don't know that it was meant to be used the same way um, as in the New Testament. Yeah, I would agree. I just say that uh, apostles literally means sent ones. So today that would make a lot of sense with people who go to plant churches or people who are sent out from churches to become missionaries. Um, But the apostles were men who either uh, walked with Jesus or beheld the risen Jesus, right, in the case of the apostle Paul. Uh, They were responsible also for writing the New Testament. And uh, there seemed to be a unique office for that time. It doesn't mean that people can't be gifted with with the gift of apostolic gifts today. Uh, There's debate about that, healthy debate. We talked about that last week. There are core convictions when it comes to Christianity. There are persuasions. There are opinions. And it's okay to differ on that. But I, I hold that there aren't apostles today, but I definitely think there could be apostolic gifts which leaves me with prophets um the prophets yeah um prophets capital p um those people that um, tell us the right word of god I, I don't believe that is available anymore um i think that was for a particular time and that's what we read in scripture but of course i believe that people have um prophetic gifts and so they are able to report to the church, to other people, things that God has spontaneously brought to mind, some kind of revelation. Um, and it's quite clear from, from Paul's teaching as well that that's a gift that we should all desire, um, prophecy. So something to ask for um, and to practice as well. Um, and you'd be surprised that God's very willing to um, put things into your mind that are helpful for others, for the church. Wonderful. Wonderful. That, that's, that kind of covers the bulk of our questions. Someone just texted in, can you wrap up gifts as a present to us? Is that a riddle? <laughs> I think it might be. <laughs> you know who you are. All right, uh, we'll, we'll talk later. I don't know. But let me, let me just say this, too. Um, one thing about gifts is you can think of them in terms of degrees. Like, we're all called, for example, to share the gospel with others, to evangelize. We're all called to pray for one another. Um, and, and, and gifts are just like a, a super-powered intensification of those things. And so, like, everything, like, if you've ever taught your kids something, you may not say you have the gift of teaching, but all of us are called to impart or teach one another who Jesus is. All of us are called to share the good news about Jesus with others, evangelize. Doesn't, 
having the gift just means that's like a supercharged ability. Even like the gift of speaking in tongues. If you ever had the experience of praying to God, maybe you're going through something hard in your life, and you just groan out to God because you don't know what to pray for, you're like, oh, God. That's like a little version of speaking in tongues. That, that when multiplied, when empowered, ends up in this different language that's unintelligible to most, but sometimes can be interpreted. Um, I'm sorry I didn't get to the question of tongues. We're running out of time. Let me pray for that. Um, Father, thanks so much for this time together uh, exploring gifts. Uh, we just encourage us to take the knowledge and the wisdom uh, maybe we have gained here, um, even some answers to these questions, and uh, try to apply gifts to our lives. It's one thing to be curious, God, but we want to be not just curious people, but practicing people, people who really minister to one another with our gifts to, to bless one another and build one another up. So please help us, please help us not only be that kind of people, persons, but be this kind of church as well. Uh, we ask about this in Jesus' name. Amen.